Welcome to the Principles of Success, and this year we're talking about the principles of happiness and fulfillment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now today we are talking about the print the defin- definitions of happiness cuz there are a lot of words to describe happy there's pleasure there's joy there's fulfillment there's happy and happy is kind of just the umbrella term for good feelings we w- want to feel good that's the whole motivating factor for pretty much everything we do in life is we want to feel good not necessarily in the short term, but a lot of our things are for the short term happiness, but also for the long term happiness. Very few people are like, you know what sounds absolutely amazing? I am going to go sit in a gym and hurt myself so that way I can get bigger muscles. That sounds just absolutely awesome. It's extremely boring, it's extremely tiring, it's painful. Very few people are like, oh, yes. I'm looking forward to this so much. But what people are looking for is that endorphin hit that comes after, that increased health, that increased body image that comes after. Those make people happy. That's a long-term example of happy. A short-term example of happy would be, I'm going to eat all of this junk food because it tastes so good, and I'm going to load up on ice cream, and then I'm going to feel absolutely awful in about 30 minutes. The immediate right now is like, oh, this tastes so good. The long term is, eh, I don't feel too good. Now, the key is you have to cultivate the long term happy. We are too much of a short term happy society. You have to strengthen those long term muscles, literally and philosophically, metaphorically. That's the word I was looking for. You have to strengthen those muscles metaphorically. In the example of sugar, I already used it as a short-term example. Sure, sugar tastes great. I very, very rarely eat any form of sugar. I'll have the occasional piece of candy, and I do love myself some pie. But I decided a long time ago that cake is not doesn't taste good enough to merit the meh feeling afterwards. I just don't eat cake anymore because I don't like cake that much and I'm not going to have that short little sugar spike and a long term after spike after slump for that meh sugar spike and the people who are successful the people who have a good enjoyable life are the people who learn first off learn to enjoy the delayed gratification of things the long term happy effects making the good decisions that lead to a good life but then secondly They also rediscover, relearn to enjoy the moment. Part of the reason why I saved this principle for last is because I hadn't fully learned it yet when I started the show. Heck, I still haven't fully learned it yet. But when I first started the podcast and first started talking about success, I had just come off of a year-long zero-sugar policy. I had no junk whatsoever. 
both sugar-wise and other food items-wise. Zero crap went into my body. I'm not saying you necessarily have to take it that far, but you need to learn the skill of delayed gratification to get your health in order. However, once you get to that skill, you also have to remember to smell the roses. Most people want to skip the delayed gratification and jump straight to the smell of the roses. You're not there yet. You have to learn to be disciplined first, but then you have to relearn to enjoy the moment. I never really understood the point of flowers. I was like, they're not practical in any form. They're pretty. I really enjoyed the fall colors this year. I went out and walked around the fall, uh, fall, all the beautiful fall leaves. I was like, ah, this is really nice. This was the first year that I really enjoyed fall. I'm like, eh, as winter's coming, I gotta get this done and this done and this done because before I'm, before it gets cold and I run out of time to do all these things, and I didn't enjoy it. This year, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about this thing right now. I'm just gonna go out and enjoy the pretty red colors. But that happens after you learn discipline. But it's something that you really need to learn if you want to enjoy life. Because here's the thing, and this is a quote, I think it's my quote from forever ago. Most people will sacrifice long-term happiness for the price of short-term pleasure. Get your long-term happiness stuff in line and then enjoy the pleasures of a good life. Again, most people sacrifice their good life for the cost of pleasure. Most people lose the chance to enjoy their life at the cost of just a short-term pleasure. This can be all sorts of things. A prime example is one of the easiest ways to be financially screwed for a really long time is to screw somebody you're not married to and get them pregnant. That's a really quick, easy way to make your life a whole lot harder than it needed to be. Same thing for girls of getting pregnant, obviously. Sure, sex feels great. Those child payments don't. I don't... Sure, that candy bar feels or tastes delicious. Being fat and socially isolated because nobody respects you doesn't. Playing those video games feels awesome. Falling behind on your bills and not having a social life because you've been too busy playing your video games doesn't. So I think I've hammered this point hard enough. Develop the skills of long-term happiness and then stop to enjoy the roses. So let's talk about different types of happiness. And I'll just run through the list real quick. We've got progress, fulfillment, purpose, peace, joy, fun, pleasure, enjoyment, satisfaction. And there might be others that I haven't included, but those are the ones that I included. Let's talk about progress. The opposite of depression is progress. Depression is a feeling of stuck. You're like, oh, my life's miserable and I can't get out of it. Oh, I really wanted this thing, but there's no possible way that I could have it. Depression is a feeling of stuckness. Now, there's obviously other types of depression as well, but the main one that most people suffer with is a feeling of being stuck. You can be sad. We're not talking about being sad. We're talking about depressed. Depressed is when you feel stuck with these negative feelings in a life that you don't want and you can't think of a way out. And progress is the opposite of that. You have to find a way to progress in your life. You are very, very unlikely to be chronically depressed if you have a source of strong progress. And it doesn't have to be progress in every aspect of your life. You can be making progress on your physical health. And then that starts to plateau and you're not 
as worried about it because you're in pretty good shape now. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, and you can start focusing on progress on your career or progress on your family life or progress on enjoying life or progress on dating. There's lots of different things that you can pursue and have a sense of progress to keep you feeling good. Because if you don't feel like you're making progress in life, you feel stuck and then you're not going to feel good. Fulfillment. We talked about this a little bit last week. If you aren't doing something that gives your life joy, purpose, a feeling of, accomplish of accomplishment, then you're not going to enjoy your life. You're not going to be feel feeling fulfilled. At the end of the day, did you accomplish something that you thought was worthwhile? That is how you feel fulfilled, and that is how you sleep good at night. Now, for most of us, for a good long section of your life, hopefully not too long, but a good section of your life, is your sense of fulfillment, and you have to remind yourself of this, is that you went out to a job that you hated and still earned enough money to take care of you and your family. That is a fulfilling day. Now, there, obviously, life would be a whole lot better if the job you went to that provided your family with money was something that you didn't hate and that you enjoyed. But that's something you have to build towards. And it takes time. It's going to be hard. They don't just give out fulfilling jobs just because you want them. You have to build them. You have to build the skills. You have to build the business. You have to build the lifestyle. You know, it's a whole lot easier to have a fulfilling job of working as a art teacher if you don't have a mortgage. Because you were really good with your money. So if you want to be happy, find a way to enjoy each day and get a sense of fulfillment. And hand in hand with that is the next one, purpose. If you don't have a purpose, if you don't have a reason why for being, you're going to get a little wacky in the head. If you don't think your life matters, if you don't think that your life is accomplishing something here on the earth, you're going to get a little wacky in the head. People, we need purpose. It is a biological need. You need a sense of purpose. Now, some people need that sense of purpose so bad and they have nothing really to offer the world. So they latch onto a movement and get all wacky. This is how you get cults. This is how you get political fanatics. That's the unhealthy side. The healthy side is you want to help a bunch of people in third world countries acquire clean water. That's a great purpose. That's a big purpose. Another purpose might be you want to help your family financially because you know they don't have the ability to help themselves. That's a much smaller purpose. Still a very important purpose, and it doesn't matter the scope of the purpose. Every purpose, every healthy purpose, is fantastic. It doesn't matter how big or small. And you can always find purpose through building a relationship with your Heavenly Father. Not necessarily just because of religion and the religion is your purpose. No, because it can be as simple as you build a relationship with Heavenly Father, and He tells you that He really needs you to go teach gymnastics at the school because there's a kid that you're going to touch and improve their life. So find a purpose. If you don't have a purpose, you're a little wacky in the head and you can't enjoy life. Let's talk about peace. Peace is another thing that religion helps out with a lot. And that's because one of the titles of Christ is the Prince of Peace. Stress, anxiety, worry. These are all antithesis of peace. When you take all of those bad emotions and put them at the feet of the Lord, 
piece is a whole lot easier to have. This is why, statistically, like obviously there's always outliers, but statistically, the more religious you are, the happier you are. Doesn't really matter what religion it is, even. The more religious you are, the happier you are, statistically. You're still going to have issues, but you have a stronger sense of peace. Same thing with the next one, joy. Joy in the English language is actually kind of hard to describe. The exact definition of joy in English is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Oh yes, that helps so much. Joy is kind of that feeling of euphoria that isn't excitement, isn't pleasure. It's that life is just good. Life, you have a bright feeling in your soul. A lot of that, it becomes a lot easier to feel joyful. Once again, when you have a religious background, you're a lot, it's a lot, whole lot, it's not required, but it's a whole lot easier to feel joy, to feel like life is good when you have a religious background, because everything's taken care of by the Lord. Sure, there's problems, but in the long run, they don't matter. But look at this flower that he made. This is awesome. Joy is being able to sit back and be like, I love these guys. This is a great moment in my life. Just being able to look around at your family and be like, I am surrounded by awesome people. I have a great life. It's kind of joy and gratitude go hand in hand a lot. Like, wow, look at this cool thing. I am so lucky that this thing exists. That's joy. Now, a lot of those were long-term pleasures, long-term happiness, a lot more ephemeral. You can't physically touch them. Let's talk about fun and pleasure. These are short-term things that you need in your life. But we focus too much on them because they're a lot easier to grab. Candy gives me pleasure. Sex gives me pleasure. Video games give me pleasure. This feels good. I'm going to do this. Pleasure is great. Fun is great. Go out, have fun with your friends. Go out, have fun on a video game. Or stay in and have fun on a video game. These are the things that you're supposed to stop and smell the roses with. Fun and pleasure. They're like, oh, you know, I had a really rough day of working hard on my book. I got a whole lot of stuff done today. But you know what I want to do right about now? I really want to play some video games. No problem. You know what doesn't feel good? You know what? I really enjoy video games. I have some stuff that I need to get done, but I'm just going to play for video games for a little bit. And then it's 10 hours later and your eyes are bloodshot and you got nothing done. Have fun. Enjoy the short-term pleasures. Just don't let them control your life. And the video game example was me last week. It's okay to take a day off and have a blast. I didn't really feel too guilty about it because that was what I was intending to do. I was like, you know what? It's been a real while since I've had a long video game session. So I'm going to do it. Now, granted, there was some stuff that I wanted to get accomplished, and I was annoyed that I went too deep into the video game rabbit hole to pull myself out, but I still had fun. I still had that pleasurable experience of killing spiders and other monsters and planting grass. Mm. And I just had fun. It's okay to have fun. And pleasure feels good. That's why we enjoy pleasure. That's why we enjoy sex. It's very pleasurable. But pleasure is a fire. Fire feels good if it's in a little campfire. And you're like, oh, this feels nice and warm. It doesn't feel so good if you let it control every aspect of your life and you burn your house down. Keep pleasure in check. 
Enjoy life. Stop and enjoy the moment. Stop and enjoy your time with your friends. It's okay to work really hard on your goals. It's also okay to stop and have a game night with your friends. It's also okay to stop and go out so that way you can meet friends. The holiday, the holidays just were around the corner. It's okay to enjoy the holidays. I don't care if you're a super health fanatic. I am very strict with my health. I, I'm actually recording this beforehand, but I fully plan on munching on a ton of sweets over the holidays. It's okay. The rest of the year, I don't touch them very much. But on the holidays, it's a party. I'm going to enjoy myself. It's okay. And then finally, satisfaction. This one probably, I probably should have moved this one up into the uh, long-term ones, but a sense of satisfaction at the end of the day is how you have a good day. Sure, a fun day is great. Too many fun days in a row, you're going to be in trouble. A satisfied day, at the end of the day, you're like, ah, you know what? This was a good day. I got stuff done. That feels good. And so you want to balance between the satisfied days and the fun days. Have plenty of fun days. Have plenty of satisfied days. Don't have wasted days. And that's the key to real that's that's really the key to being happy in most aspects of life. If your day is either a satisfying day or a fun day, then you're probably going to be having a good life. If the day feels wasted, if the day feels like you didn't make any progress, that you didn't do anything fulfilling, if you didn't have any purpose to the day, if your day was full of guilt and anxiety and stress and you weren't feel filled with peace or joy, it's probably not going to be a good day. So make sure that you have your life full of satisfied and fun days and enjoy all the different types of happiness there are. Because happiness is what we're talking about this year. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I've already mentioned it before, but I am planning an event. I don't have all the details yet, so take a look at the description in case I do by the time this episode gets posted. But I am planning an event. It's a full day event where we're going to have a bunch of speakers and we're going to help you be more successful. So let me know if you're interested and always feel free to reach out to me. Uh, easiest way to reach out to me is either on Instagram at Nathan Dickinson or on my email at NathanDickinson at gmail.com. And with that, I will see you all next week.